Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Getting Sexy with Steph. And today, this episode is all for the quote unquote, too much woman, whether that's too loud, too deep, too needy, too desirable, too anything. This podcast is for you. And the reason that I'm doing this podcast today is because I recently had a situation in which my too muchness was triggered. And I found myself resorting back to old patterns and attachment wounding that had me acting out in ways that I normally wouldn't have. So for some reason, this particular instance really got to me, even though it really wasn't about the person that was involved or the situation. But what it did was it allowed me to really examine once again this concept of being too much. Because ever since we were little girls, we've always been told to some degree that we need to quiet down. We need to be pretty. We need to be softer. We need to not be as loud. We need to not be as rough and tumble. We need to not like certain things. We need to do certain things. We need to enjoy certain things. And that we were often too much. We needed too much. We spoke too loudly. We laughed too loud. Even our very voices were attacked. But today, I really want to begin to heal this wounding because it runs deep. And it doesn't matter how much self-work you've done. It doesn't matter how much self-love that you have. At times, your too muchness is going to be triggered. And that's okay. And that's part of life. And I want to stand here and say, that your too muchness is oftentimes your deepest gift to humanity, to your friends, to your children, to your family, to your friends, to your communities. Your too muchness is often a reflection of a desire that somebody else has that they aren't able to meet themselves right now. How this got triggered for me, I'll get a little personal here is I had been in conversation with a man for about, I don't know, three weeks. So it was very new. It was exciting. It was, you know, just fun, pretty lighthearted and, and, you know, nothing serious by any means, as I like to take things extremely slow and get to know somebody. And it finally got to the point after about, I don't know, three weeks that I needed depth. There was something about, you know, it's fun to be lighthearted at first and it's fun to just play and, and flirt. And also what's also true for me is that I desire to play in the deep ends of intimacy. I desire to have somebody that I can get really fucking real with, that I can be the whole of who I am and be met, witnessed and held in it. I also desire this from a partner. I desire somebody who knows themselves well enough that they are able to get to the depths of who they are. I desire to talk about emotions and feelings and what keeps you up at night and your dreams and your passions and any interesting educational podcasts that you listen to or books that you read. I'm very into personal development. So 
it got to a point when I decided that a conversation needed to be had. And I really needed to lay out there what I was looking for in a partner and in a sacred union. And so I did. (laughs) I laid it all out there, everything that I desire. And it felt very good. I've written this down many times to myself. I've even written it on dating profiles when I used to do those. I've written it down and refined it attuned it, sat with it, channeled it, done all the things. But I have a very deep awareness of what it is that I'm looking for and what I will and will not settle for. And so I wrote this because I wanted to see where this was going, which first of all is a very valid question. It's very valid to find out where something is going with somebody and you're not too needy to ask. It's a very fair question, and anybody that has self-awareness or any sort of consciousness will be able to tell you, and it could be this is going here, this is not going to go anywhere, or actually, I just need a little bit more time to decide and a little bit more information. So yes, no, and maybe are all valid answers, but it's also valid that you ask, and many times people think that, especially women, that if you ask where something is heading, that that just means that you're this needy woman who wants a relationship, which is absolutely not true. You are entitled to know where something is going and be met with a yes, no, or a maybe I need more information before I decide. So it's okay. Here's your permission slip. Ask. <laughs> it's not bad to have needs. So I had one of those conversations where I did lay it all out there and I talked about the depth that I want to go to in intimacy, the depth that I want in a partnership. And I was met back with very kind words. Um, He was blown away at my vulnerability, at my honesty. And he said that he had never met somebody that had my level of self-awareness and that it was extremely appealing and that um, it was just, it was very beautiful. So I was met back with all sorts of beautiful kindness. And we kind of went back and forth about it the rest of the day. And the following day, I didn't hear anything. (laughs) So you all know where this is going to (laughs) go. When you've been talking to somebody every day for three weeks, and then all of a sudden you don't hear from them for a day, you know what's about to happen. Like it's just, that's just what happens. So the following day, I got my, you know, good morning over coffee text. and. I, in that text, there was uh, some information about how he didn't feel able or capable to meet me where I was at, that he didn't think that he would be able to step up to that level. And he didn't know if he, if he could do that. So the first thing that I do in dating is if somebody tells me where they're at, I fucking believe them. It's like Maya Angelou once said, when somebody tells you who they are, believe them the first time. So oftentimes somebody will say, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not capable. And, and you think, okay, well, maybe one day they will be, or maybe I'll be the one that changes them. Like, no, we don't do that anymore. (laughs) It's 2021. And if somebody tells you where they are, believe them the first fucking time. I believed him. And I also wanted to kind of call challenge him a little bit on this and let him know that I saw, I saw past it, right? I saw past it and that there was likely some fear 
right? Going to the depth of intimacy that I desire is scary as fuck. And it doesn't mean that I'm not scared about it as well. I just have a lot of tools that I've used to prepare me for it. And somebody who hasn't been seeking that, of course, it's going to be scary. And so I challenged him that there was some underlying fear around intimacy. And I invited him to see where he was holding himself back with intimacy outside of anything with me, because at this point, I knew that it was over between us, that he was worthy of this depth of intimacy. And that even though there's a fear around heartache again, then it's something that's worth exploring because he was capable and he was able, those were just excuses, and that there was some underlying fear. So after I said these words, it was met with a deep, profound tenderness. And we were really able to relate and very consciously, I know it had only been three weeks, but just very consciously undo the the connection that we had built to unravel this energetic connection that we had made. And we ended with, you know, a friendship and, and that was kind of the end or so I thought. So then about a couple hours later, I got a text from him that said, hey, Actually, I'm just curious if we can just keep it light and not go into all of this deep stuff. I'm not looking for a hookup, but can we just keep this really light? And I laughed and I responded that I was actually incapable. I was completely incapable. That was a very real incapability of doing light that I don't play in the shallow end and that I don't know how to only live from lightness. I am a deep creature. I am a deep woman, deep in depth. They run in my veins and that's who I was. And once again, it was just very tenderly met. There's no hard feelings and everything just ended. However, the next day, I got to thinking about this concept of somebody asking me if I could just keep it light. And for some reason, it really started to get to me and it started to affect me because all of a sudden, all of my old conditioning about being too much, too deep, too desiring too much started to bubble up. And I found myself spiraling. (laughs) I found myself spiraling into avoidance. I found myself wanting to just numb out. I found myself wanting to become small and and to not honor the deepest truth of who I am. And that is my depth. I am a deep person. I have so much depth to me. And yet I just wanted to avoid it because there was this old conditioning that said, if you ask for everything that you want, it's too much. And I believed it for a moment. I actually believed it for a few days and I really, I was struggling, right? I had low energy. I was really starting to spiral with this and I could see vividly what happened is that this really triggered my avoidant attachment, this wanting to dissociate from everybody around me, to push everything away, to go into isolation because I deeply feel that I'm not too much for myself. I have that deep, deep self-love. However, I have so much relational trauma or I have in the past around 
my truth and my depth getting me kicked out or rejected or there's not a sense of belonging because I honor and deeply belong first and foremost to the truth of who I am and the truth of my life, my mission, my purpose, and my passion. So yeah. I I let myself spiral. I really saw it. I was like, feel like I was watching myself in slow motion. And it wasn't until probably Sunday, so a few days later, that I was really able to, to drop in. And I dropped in with a friend. And she gave me a coaching session. And all of this started coming up. And I was finally able to really feel that my depth is my superpower and honoring that and holding that. And I was able to to let go of any criticism that I had for myself for slipping into these avoidance tendencies because it's not how often or how much you get thrown off balance. It's about the speed of recovery. And I was able to watch this and witness this all. So actually, there was at no point I was dissociated from all of this. I knew what was happening. And I was able to recover in a few days. And it did take me to the depths. You know, I had to feel that numbness. I had to feel that avoidance. I had to feel that sadness, that loneliness, all of the fucking things that I've made meaning out of when somebody rejects the truth. And I had to realize that actually there's no meaning to it. Somebody just wasn't able to meet me where I was at. And that has nothing to do with the depth of who I am as a human, who I am as a daughter, as a mother, as a friend, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, in any of my hobbies that has nothing to do with it. I was making meaning out of something that actually had no meaning. I just was not aligned with another human. And in fact, I truly believe that this human came along so that I can embody my depth even further. And it was an invitation for me to dive into my too muchness, my too too much depth and actually stand in it as my fucking power as a woman. I found the depth of my sexuality. My depth lies in my cervix, which is like a whole nother podcast and conversation. But I was able to really channel in to the depth and own it and honor it and thank it. And also have deep gratitude for this person for showing me that I, as it was, it was very humbling, right? It's always humbling when you're on a journey and you think that you've maybe gotten past something and then all of a sudden something happens and it sparks all these old trauma patterns. It was very humbling and very beautiful to also witness the speed of recovery. So, my dears, for any woman who has been told that you're too much, too much of something, because I would go to guarantee that 99.9% of you out there listening to this have at some point been told that you were too much or that you needed to not be too too much of something or that you needed to be small. I invite you to make a list of the things and and truly write them all down, but then narrow it down because there's probably two or three things that you can tie down and really like hone in on that is your too muchness. Maybe it's too smart. Maybe it's too pretty. Maybe it's too loud. Maybe it's too deep. Whatever it is, there's probably one to two things that every single bit of your too muchness boils down to. And after you have these one or two things, I'm going to invite you to just pick one for now. I want you to embody that and to stand in that. And to take a moment to reflect how much this is actually your power. 
How is your too muchness, your superpower, your divine gift, your intuition? How is this too muchness, your gift to the world? And when you're too much, not everybody's going to be your person. And that is okay. And that's a gift in and of itself. Your too muchness is going to call in your partner, your children, your family, your community, your sense of belonging. And your too muchness is going to allow you to finally belong to yourself, to the truth of who you are. And when you own your too muchness, there is not a person alive that will be able to trigger you to the point that you falter again. Sure, it may trip you up, just as I had last week. I had a few days where I got tripped up. And I was able to reclaim that quickly. I was able to actually stand in my too muchness at a deeper level than ever before because I was triggered and I had that awareness. So when you own the truth of who you are, you actually become incapable of being too much. You already know that your too muchness is your gift. Go out and claim your too muchness. Embody it, sit with it, and allow it to penetrate your cells and your bones. And when you do, you will deeply belong to yourself more than you ever have in your entire life. And nobody will ever be able to take that from you. They may trigger it, but they will never be able to take that because that is yours. And you store that away in a corner of your heart that nobody gets to touch. Oh, my loves, your too muchness is your superpower. Allow that to sink in, make your list, embody it, and own the fucking fuck out of it. Right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I will see you next time on another episode of Getting Sexy with Steph. If you felt this in your bones, please go ahead and share this with a girlfriend. Share it with somebody on social media. Give it a like, give it a comment, rate it, whatever it is, platform that you're listening to. I invite you to do all those things. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to be with you again next week. Mwah!